true lovers, what will we do? The drive-ins have disappeared. The campfires refuse to burn. The peep shows were never not a problem. And when's the last time you heard a viewfinder click? And as for poor Saturday morning, not to mention Saturday night. Oh, true lovers and fellow travelers. What are we to do? What can you do? But pitch your head to the big inky beyond and demand. Tell me a story, you son of a bitch. And as if by magic, ancient neon fires up. A campfire crackles, quarters drop and wheels turn in glorious anthem. There's one place left, true lovers. They are calling attendance. There's a place for you. But do you dare step inside? Safeween is a home video presentation brought to you through a generous subsidy from Malthus Munch Amalgamated, America's leading sweet supplier, and the Cooper's Bend Citizens for a Safeween Committee. Danger can lurk in even the safest of places. Take the town of Cooper's Bend, consistently voted one of the safest places in town. Known for its wholesome yet whimsical yearly Halloween celebrations, and for being the home of Malthus Munch Amalgamated, the town's official sponsors for the holiday. The town's official motto is, in Cooper's Bend, we take care. Sounds pretty safe, doesn't it? It does. But even in a place like Cooper's Bend, horrendous and horrible dangers lurk. Some in plain sight, waiting to strike. You! What can you do? Are you fated to be mere victim in this cosmic farce of a tragedy? Only if you choose not to listen to the following tale, and do everything to avoid the dangers that lay like traps for you, traps you've set for yourself, you don't want to end up like... I've said too much. May whatever gods you sacrifice your virgins to have mercy upon you, and may you have a safe Halloween. <laughs> well, howdy there. That wouldn't be a flaming bag of dog duty on my porch, would it? <laughs> I'm just joshing with you. I know it is. That's a good trick, son. Though, usually, a trickster will run off a safe distance so as not to be caught, thus ensuring further tricks and treats into the evening. But I like your gumption. Now, what is this costume you're wearing? No, let me guess. Some sort of factory worker that fell into a vat of experimental... Boogers. I say that because of the coveralls and the fact that you seem to be covered in some sort of crimson stickiness. <sighs> oh, what's that? 
I can't hear you from behind that. Let's call it a mask. Couldn't you even see out of that thing? And those coveralls are too big for you. And both your boots are untied. <laughs> You're a walking disaster, son. I'd be surprised if you survived the night. I'm sorry, son, but as the chairman of the Cooper's Bend Citizens for a Safe Ween Committee, I'm going to have to rectify this. Bah! Calm down, son. You're not going to jail. But you were on a one-way trip to the graveyard with all the safety infractions you've costumed yourself in. Bet you didn't even know you were your own biggest danger on this Hallow's Eve. Most people don't. Most people are too distracted by thoughts of tricks and treats to realize the scariest thing out there, lurking in the shadows, is a poorly prepared trick-or-treater. But here, in Cooper's Bend, we take care. Why, we even get our treats subsidized. That's right. The fine folks at Malthus Munch Amalgamated, which just so happens to have their factory in HQ right here in Cooper's Bend, takes care that every residence has more than enough of its signature sweetmeats so that no single Cooper's Bender will be distracted from their own safety. Never again. So don't worry, son. You'll still get to trick and treat your gooey, grunty heart out, but you'll do it under my supervision. And maybe, just maybe, you'll learn a lesson or two that might, just might, save your very life, if not your Halloween. You wouldn't want to end up like poor Pete Malthus, would you? What became of poor Pete Malthus? Well, that's a story for later. But where are my manners? My name's Mr. Folkskull. I'm the official Cooper's Bend town historian and unofficial busybody. Now, you may ask if you could actually speak through that safety violation of a... It's not really a mask, more of a congealing. Why, oh why, is Cooper's Bend so obsessed with safety? The town's already so safe. But we weren't always. We've had some... incidents in the past. Poor Pete Malthus. <laughs> And even with all the safety precautions and seminars and drills, danger can always come in unannounced, like a home invasion robbery gang. And no matter how safe you are, a home invasion robbery gang always spoils the fun. Case in point, these past weeks we've had reports of a strange figure the kids have taken to calling the Snatcher. Because it's been snatching all manner of things, mostly candy, from unsuspecting Cooper's benders. They even say this snatcher is covered in a thick, sticky substance which aids in their savage snatchery. I just hope it doesn't put a damper on our safe Halloween. <laughs> snatcher or no, Halloween in Cooper's Bend carries on. Safely, of course. So keep your eyes open. But you can't, because you've chosen an unsafe costume design. Well, let's start there. The Cooper's Bend citizens for a safe Halloween committee have developed a 512 point guide to coming up with the safest and scariest costumes on the block. Point number one. Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull! Hello, Timmy. This is Timmy Runyon, one of Cooper's Bend's urchins. Timmy, this is... I don't think you ever told me your name, stranger. Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull! There was a Snatcher sighting reported in your neighborhood just minutes ago. Timmy is one of the buddies in the committee's buddy system. Always bring your buddy. Right, Timmy? Right, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull? Your buddy makes me feel unsafe. He's leering at me. And drooling. 
And he won't keep his hands to himself. No, my candy. Mr. Folk School. Mr. Folk School. He's sticky. Now, Timmy, take care. Our friend here is new to the way we do Halloween around here. Okay, Mr. Folk School. Mr. Folk School, do you like my costume? Is it up to the 512-point guide? I worked extra hard. Uh, it's fine, Timmy. I see you went with Mummy. Again. Mummies are totally boss. Did I do a good job, Mr. Folk School? Mr. Folk School! It's fine, Timmy. Timmy, are you out here all alone? I'm with you, Mr. Folk School. Mr. Folk School. Timmy, you know better. What do we always say? Everybody needs a buddy. And where's your buddy, Timmy? Well, I'm on my way to meet him right now, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull, honest, I just wanted to report the Snatcher sighting first. Okay, Timmy. But you go straight to your buddy, all right, son? All right, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull, radio check. Mr. Folkskull, come in. Over. I'm right here, Timmy. You have to say over. 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 Check. Over and out. Timmy's a good boy. He just... Not a lot of care was taken with him. It's been quite the personal mission of mine to get him to take care of himself. He tries. He just likes mummies. Every year. We should explore other materials than toilet paper, but he's happy. And that's the first step towards being safe. Hate for him to end up like Pete Malthus. Poor Pete Malthus. Now, where were we? Ah, yes. Point one of the 512-point guide to safe costuming. Fabrics. Point 132. Bending at the knees and the importance thereof. Point 390. The store-bought costume. How safe is mass production anyways? So sorry, it's his first day. <laughs> okay, okay. That went... It could have taken a little more care. Still, only your fifth go, and you are... technically improving. <laughs> Safe a ween tip. Know your neighbors. You didn't know those people, and you certainly didn't know anything about their house, if they keep a safe home, or an armed one. And those folks, the Bracks, by the by, don't know you, as you are a stranger to these streets. They might have mistaken you for the Snatcher. And what would this state's promiscuous gun laws executed you right on the spot in a sort of unholy lead ritual? You don't want people to mistake you for the Snatcher, do you? <laughs> of course you don't. And now you know, and knowing is... Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull, over! In the middle of something, Timmy. Over. Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull! Snatcher sighting! Over! Location, Timmy! Over! Carpenter Circle, Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull! It was the McCready twins! They were accosted directly, Mr. Folkskull! Mr. Folkskull! Over! Carpenter Circle? We were just there! How could we have missed seeing the Snatcher's savagery? Timmy, take care! 
I want reports every quarter hour whether there's been a Snatcher sighting or not. And Timmy? Yes, Mr. Folkskull? Mr. Folkskull, what is it? Where's your buddy? Oh, I'm almost there, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull, I, I wouldn't want to get caught alone. N not after what happened to Pete Malthus. Over and out. We're getting close. It's almost time. Soon we'll catch that, Snatcher. And when we do... Are you... Are you eating candy? Candy you just trick-or-treated from strangers? Candy you have not minutely inspected according to the Cooper's Bend Citizens for Safeween's 419-point inspection itinerary? No. Then may God have mercy on your uvula. Come here and open wide. It's for your own good, son. You don't know where that candy's been or who's been at it. I only pray it isn't too late. Lucky I was keeping Ipecac Lace's wooden spoon on my person for just such emergencies. You wouldn't want to end up like poor Pete Malthus, would you? Just get in. There we go. Everybody got their buddy? Everybody making sure their buddy is paying attention? Excellent. Now we've come to the best part of the annual Cooper's Bend school field trip to the Malthus Munch factory. The mixing station. Here is where the various flavor agents are added to the secret syrup, that special ingredient that makes every piece of Malthus Munch unique. Down there in the man-sized vats is where the flavors and the syrup meet in an elegant dance, a ballet of flavor and satisfaction. Stop it, Pete. Why, here is where the very lifeblood of our town is immaculately conceived. Without it, we'd all be... Timmy Runyon, what are you doing to Pete Malthus? Nothing, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull, Pete was trying to push me over the... Were you trying to push Pete Malthus into the vats, Timmy? That's not how the buddy system works. Lucky for you, these safety rails are in place, and I'm also standing right by the emergency shutoff button. I know it's exciting to be indoors, but that kind of behavior just will not stand, Timmy. Now apologize to Pete for trying to use his family's factory against him. Timmy, I'm sorry, Pete. There, now let's forget the whole thing. Mr. Folkskull? Yes, Timmy? Mr. Folkskull? What would happen if someone was in one of those vats when the flavor and the syrup got put in? Would... would they die? Huh. What an ominous question. No, they wouldn't die. They'd be very sticky for a very long time, possibly their entire lives. Lives that would turn to madness and vengeance, stalking the wilderness, dreaming of the day they were finally... unsticky. Why do you ask, Timmy? No reason, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull, over! Go ahead, Timmy. Reports of snatcher activity near the old Malthus factory. Over! How fortunate. We're at the factory now, Timmy. He won't slip by us this time. Why are you at the factory, Mr. Folkskull? Mr. Folkskull, that place is... I know, Timmy, but if we want to teach our friend a lesson, what better place than where it all went wrong? Over and out. This is where it all went wrong. This is the Malthus Munch Amalgamated Factory. And this... 
This is where poor Pete Malthus met his fate. Poor Pete Malthus. He fell into this very vat. And that very nozzle poured Malthus Munch secret syrup all over him. Twenty years ago, this very night. And not one citizen of Cooper's Bend has seen him since. Everyone thought this factory, this town, was too safe for such a horror to occur. But there had been a great danger lurking under the surface for a long, long time. But right after Pete's accident, the town had more immediate worries. Pete's parents, George and Vanessa, shut themselves away up in big old Malthus Manor up there on the hill. Nobody saw or heard from them for almost a year. We began to worry that the Malthus subsidy wouldn't be provided that year. The Malthuses had subsidized the town in one way or another for over 100 years. Without that subsidy, the town would fail. No vendors, no tourists, no next year. Then, the Malthuses emerged, and they apologized. They were so very sorry that their retreat had caused their dear friends and neighbors any anxiety, and to make up for it, they were doubling the subsidy that year. And as if that weren't generous enough, they'd be introducing a new flavor, the Malthus Massacre. Appropriately named, and greatly appreciated. Safeween tip, if a treat looks too good to be true, Take a second look. If we had just taken another look at the Malthus's apologetic dowry, at what really happened to Pete, at her own unsafe reliance on a subsidy that should have only subsidized, not sustained, we would have seen the trick hiding in the treat. Can you see it? We assumed we knew our neighbors, because they gave us candy every year. We assumed then that the candy was always safe. Safe a ween tip. There has never been a recorded case of Halloween candy being tampered with. Poison, razor blade, none of it. It is an urban myth, a bit of suburban lore, a moral panic that makes the season a little more macabre. It has never, ever happened. They say. They say. It never happens. Until it happens. Or if no one ever records it. The streets were packed. The town square, every residential street, the park. People had come from all over. Vendors we'd never heard of, of all sorts of new services and products, had landed in Cooper's Bend for the unveiling of the Malthus Massacre. We'd been saved. We were safe. The Malthuses had taken care of their grief and taken care of Cooper's Bend. At 6.30, Mayor Hamilton declared trick-or-treating season officially opened. Doorbells rang. The chorus sung a thousand times in mere minutes. Laughter and mischief filled the air. Everyone, every single costume consumer felt safe. So safe, they didn't even bother to check their candy. And they did what you did. They tore into it without a single care. They just wanted to be the first to taste the massacre. But something didn't taste right. Something was off. Something was sticking in the back of throats, and something was slowly dawning on everyone. Too slowly. Something was wrong with the candy. Streets were packed. 
The town square, every residential street, the park, every inch of Cooper's Bend was packed with screaming, panicking monsters and ghouls and robots and mummies and... And it kept getting worse. There's no pretty way to put it. The streets flooded with vomit and bodies. Windows broke as people fell through them, losing their legs as their windpipes filled with vomit coming up or strange nasty objects hidden in the massacre went down. In the morning, when the damage could be assessed, 27 people were dead. Neighbors and strangers. At some point in the production process, in vats where the syrup meets the flavor, someone had put in a poison. And that's not all. Thumbtacks, razor blades, paper clips, all sorts of little household items turned into insidious ingredients. It was only by sheer luck that the poison was diluted by the syrup and that most of the shrapnel was caught by the automated filters further down the process. But there was still enough malice in the massacre. There are still some citizens of Cooper's Bend that have never quite recovered. They don't join in on Halloween anymore. And we don't blame them. We take care of them. The few of us that emerged unscathed got together in the light of morning and said what needed to be said. The Malthuses had massacred the town. What was left unsaid is that we'd welcomed it. A mob of us marched up the hill to Malthus Manor. Safe a ween tip. A mob is never a good idea, so do everything you can to avoid membership. I, sadly, did not. We broke down the big wooden door and walked in like we owned the place, but we lost all entitlement when we entered the kitchen. There, at the little kitchen table, sat George and Vanessa Malthus, dead by their own candy. In an empty place between them was set a plastic pumpkin bucket, and written in faded black marker in a child's hand was the name Pete. That was all the note we needed. And that is why you never eat your candy without checking it first. I know it's a frightening tale, son, but you don't need to clutch so hard. You're all sticky. Let go. Let go. Get off me. You're covered in... 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 in syrup. No! No, it can't be! It can't... It was you all along? No, you're... you're... Mr. Folkskull, Mr. Folkskull, I can't find my buddy. He was supposed to meet me on Deborah Hill, and he's not here. I think, I think he got snatched. <gasps> Over. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Folkskull, Mr. Folkskull got snatched? <laughs> oh, this is bad. This is bad. No. I have to be safe, like Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull would... would... he would... he'd find his buddy. But my buddy's been snatched. But so is yours. It's not safe for either of us. We need... we need... 
Will you be my buddy? <laughs> Over. <laughs> Great. Let's meet at Deborah Hill. That's where the best houses have the best treats. We'll finish this night the Safeween way, or I'm a mummy's uncle. Over and out. <laughs> Trick or treat! <clears throat> Hello. My name's Timmy Runyon. I killed your son. And I am very, very sorry. I didn't mean to. I don't even know that he's dead. I just know he's gone. But, but whatever happened to him, it's my fault. Mrs. Malthus, w would you let me explain why I did what I did? Then then you can give me whatever punishment you want because I deserve it blames me because you almost cancelled Halloween and and that would have been real bad for the town everybody kind of hates me for what I did but they hated Pete more I, I know that's mean to say to somebody's mom but I think maybe you didn't know what Pete was like or maybe you did but you didn't you probably loved Pete, no matter what he was, because he was yours. I'm not anybody, so I don't... What I mean is, the whole town knows, knew, how much you love Pete. But I don't think Pete loved anything. Except being mean. And Pete loved being mean to me. Especially on Halloween. Safeween tip. Some people are jerks. Jerks insist on ruining things for other people, and Halloween is no exception. Jerks do not take care and will perform the nastiest of tricks, even if they are treated well. There's little you can do about jerks other than run or become a jerk yourself. Here are some tricks to avoid if you value your safety. The Pumpkin Swirly. Open your mouth. Get those pumpkin guts. I can't breathe, Pete. <laughs> the Shit Ticket Express. Finally put your mummy rags to good freaking use after all these years. Run in the mummy's midnight ride. I don't want to go down the hill, Pete. It's not safe. Shut up. You're already in bandages, so if you get hurt, who cares? Ah! My arms broke. <laughs> and most important, the snatcher. Give me that bag. No, Pete, that's my candy. I earned it. Then why is my name on it? See, right there. Malthus. You think you can just have what's mine? You think you can take what's mine? I own this town and every single piece of candy in it. In fact, I own you. Just gotta put my name on you. Now where'd I put my pen? Oh, never mind. Ink washes away, but a burn lasts forever. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
was so scared of him. Every year he'd ruin Halloween for me. I just wanted candy. I just wanted to wear my costume. And I wasn't the only one. Most of the town was terrified of Pete. The kids all thought he was going to kill him. And the grown-ups, the grown-ups, they were all scared about what would happen when Pete grew up. And he was in charge of the company. Pete's never seemed like the Sharon type, Mr. Malthus. When you're scared, you make bad choices. And I was so scared. So scared, I started thinking like Pete. Maybe he was scared of something, too. Maybe that's why he acted like he did. In fact, it was one of Pete's bad choices that gave me the idea for what I'd done to him. Now, we've come to the best part of the annual Cooper's Bend School... You love candy, don't you, twerpy? Leave me alone, Pete. You love it so much, you want to bathe in it. Think you can just take as much of it as you want. Fine. Have it all. Let go of me, Pete. That's not funny. We could fall in. Stop. Timmy Runyon, what are you doing to Pete Malthus? Nothing, Mr. Folkskull. Mr. Folkskull? Yes, Timmy? What would happen if... Someone was in one of those vats when the flavor and the syrup got put in? Would... Would they die? Huh. What an ominous question. It wasn't hard. I want you to know that. I know this is an apology, but you need to know it wasn't hard to trick Pete. It's never hard to trick people who only hate. All I had to do was pretend to stand up to him. Hey, Pete, I'm going to take all your candy this year. I'm going to kill you, Runyon. He chased me. He had no idea where we were headed because he wasn't paying attention. He just wanted to hurt me. So I don't think he understood that he'd been lured into a trap, even when he chased me into your very own factory, Mrs. Malthus. I was a lot faster than Pete, so, so I was able to lose him as soon as I made the factory floor. I knew he'd never find me. I'll find you, twerpy runtyun. You can't hide from me here. This is my factory. He never heard me sneak up behind him. And when my parents are gone, I'll own this whole goddamn town. Oh! And I didn't even wait to push the button. Timmy! Timmy! Timmy, get me out! Timmy, get me out! Get me out! I'll kill you! I'll kill you! And I walked back to town and enjoyed the first safe night of trick-or-treating I ever had. The first safe birthday I ever had. That's why Halloween is so special to me. Why I make the same costume every year. Why no matter... How mean and cruel Pete was to me. I kept coming back for more. Your candy that you give to everybody so they can give it to whoever comes to their door. That's the only birthday gift I get. My parents are gone and my grandpa 
Grandpa likes to drink. So I was very glad to finally have that day of all days to myself. But by the time I was hitting the last house, I started to feel rotten. No, before, before I even done it, I knew it wasn't right, but I didn't know what else to do. People saw what Pete did to me, how he was, and they didn't do anything. You had to have seen Mr. Malthus, or, or does being a parent mean you can't see the worst in a kid? I wouldn't know. But I am sorry. I'll be sorry for the rest of my life, Mrs. Malthus. For all my sorry life, I'll be sorry. I hurt Pete, maybe worse than he ever hurt me, and I hurt this town and everybody in it. All for some candy. Candy that never even belonged to me in the first place. So whatever you think my punishment should be, I'll take it. It's the least I could. Candy? But that's not... You're not even gonna punish me? For real? Even after? Oh, thank you, Mr. Malthus. Mrs. Malthus, but I promise if you ever need anything from me, you, you just ask. I'll, I'll mow your lawn. I'll, I'll take out your trash. Whatever. Oh, and it it's one of the new ones. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hmm. That's... What is that flavor? It's... Oh. There's something... There's something... There's something... There's something in my throat. I always used to be scared to come up here all by myself. But now that I've got a real-life buddy, I can go anywhere. <laughs> well, here we are. The best house in all of Cooper's Bend. They always have the best candy. <laughs> well, what's wrong? There's nothing to be scared of. You've got a buddy. Safeween tip. Everything's safer with a buddy. I'll be lookout. You ring the doorbell. We both get the good candy. <laughs> and what are you boys supposed to be? Oh, <laughs> let me guess. Timmy, you're the ghost of a murdered boy. And a mummy. It's a twofer. Very creative, Timmy. And your buddy, well... <laughs> that is one of the best ones I've seen. You're Pete Malthus. Pretty audacious to come dressed as yourselves. Well, come on in and get your treats. <laughs> I see you were paying attention. But it's okay, Pete. You know me, <laughs> and you know this house. <laughs> oh, and no hard feeling about before. I knew you might try something, but I also knew that the factory had installed safety nets after... Well, after you. 
Also, we've been planning this a while. Safety doesn't just happen, you know. Fixed the place up for you. It had gone to ruin after your parents. Folks were scared of it, thinking it was haunted, what with the murder-suicides and all. And it was haunted. This is where I found Timmy a few years back. I had nowhere else to go. Place was mostly overrun with nasty teenagers looking to do sex drugs or have sex with drugs or do drugs with sex. Safe a ween tip. Lock up your teenagers. It's not their fault they keep getting killed. Wasn't much left of the town after, after the massacre. People didn't want to live here, and those that stayed, well, with the factory being a crime scene and no owners, wasn't much work. No economy. Town. It died. I was pretty much the only one left. As the town historian and busybody, I felt it was my duty to stay until the last possible moment. To mark the moment when Cooper's Bend was wiped off the map. Then a funny thing started to happen. I started getting calls from my fellow town historians and busybodies telling me about the strange figure that had appeared on Halloween and wreaked havoc on their town, snatching candy, breaking into homes, causing mayhem and general unsafety. There was one curious detail. This snatcher left behind a sticky sweet substance at the scene of his crimes in every town he wrecked through. Brundleville, Cronenberg, Craventon, each year a new town, same snatcher, same sticky stuff. Then it hit me. Each town was one town closer to Cooper's Bend. Each Halloween, this snatcher was working its way towards us. It seemed like fate, like a danger no matter how well prepared for, you can't stop. Why? Why was this happening again? Whatever the reason, I knew that the Snatcher would be the thing to finally kill Cooper's Bend. And then it dawned on me. I knew why this danger was coming, because I knew who it was. That one detail, the sticky sweet stuff left behind, could only be one thing. Malthus Munch Secret Syrup. And there could be only one person leave that behind. Poor Pete Malthus. Never could get it all off, could you, Pete? <laughs> oh no, that's a good thing. It means we can start again. You're covered in the last remaining samples of your family's secret syrup. We can use it to start the whole business up again. And finally, finally, Cooper's Bend can take care of itself. But first, we need to take care of you. <laughs> it's time you finally came home, Pete. That's why we fixed the old place up for you, so we can take care of you while you take care of us. A real buddy system. <laughs> Mr. Folkskull, Mr. Folkskull, tell him the best part. And you won't be alone here in this creepy old haunted house. Timmy's gonna bunk with you for a while. Make sure you stay safe. Everybody needs a buddy. And what better buddy than a buddy without a body? I'll watch you sleep, Pete. <laughs> oh, more trick-or-treaters. Trick-or-treat, Pete. Trick or treat. <laughs> Thank you.
and would like to learn more about other dangers lurking in the night, stalking your every move, plotting to destroy you, write to the Cooper's Bend Citizens for a Savoween Committee for a free catalog of titles. Every order comes with a free bag of Malthus Munch. Let's see, let's see. Bear repellent, check. Spear gun, check. Laser wingtips, check. Copy of Infinite Jest for Blunt Objects, check. Decoder Knuckles, check. And Fuzzy Handcuffs, check. Great. I got all my safety gear so I can head out for a night of safe and fun trick-or-treating on Zoom. The way Satan intended. Tonight's dishonorable diorama was called Safeween or The Bloody System. It was written, read, recorded, and wrought by Ryan McClary which is still me. You can find the diorama on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. While you're there, or anywhere, why don't you subscribe and leave a rating and review? Every little help helps. You can visit our homepage at die-orama.com, and if you feel like writing a long letter, or you have some sort of cursed treasure or job opportunity you'd like to send us, you can email at dioramadispatch at gmail.com. The diorama will return in two weeks with an epistolary epic of corporate largesse and wrathful robots. Until then, true lovers, wear your masks, ring those doorbells, check your candy, and dare your friends to enter the diorama. The diorama. The diorama. The diorama. The diorama.